Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. TLP traffic. Let's check out our forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight partly cloudy skies as temperatures drop down into the 30s could see a little bit of patchy fog come early tomorrow morning. Nothing that's going to amount to a whole lot. We're near 50 degrees for tomorrow on Sunday looking at daytime high temperatures that will be in the middle 50s and we're dry Christmas Day. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we are at 42 in DuPont Circle, 41 in Germantown Annandale checks in at 43. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. A number of developing stories, including a major major legal challenge for the former Loudoun County school superintendent who was fired almost a year ago. A legal victory for Donald Trump as the U.S. Supreme Court refuses to fast track the presidential immunity case related to his D.C. trial. The latest from CBS News in seconds. And then at 7.15, we go in-depth with the editor in chief of National Journal. Also ahead tonight as we count down to Christmas. How many people are heading to a local mall for last minute holiday shopping? I'm Scott Gelman. A present for pedestrians from Montgomery County this weekend. I'm Michelle Marillo. WTOP at 7 o'clock. Supreme Court says no to fast-tracking Trump immunity. Big practical victory for Team Trump. U.S. Israeli hostage reported dead. Gotti had been shot in the head. Approves Gaza aid resolution. A sea of unimaginable suffering. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. In a one-line order, the Supreme Court says it will not immediately rule on whether former President Trump can be prosecuted for attempting to overturn the 2020 election results. The request was made by Special Prosecutor Jack Smith. CBS legal contributor Jessica Levinson. If and when they take this up, the case president, two cases involving former President Nixon, point them clearly in the direction of saying there is no absolute immunity for prosecution of a former president. Israel says a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen who was thought to have been captured by Hamas has died. CBS's MTS Taya. The near-Oz kibbutz have confirmed Gadi Haggai was killed by Hamas gunmen there on October the 7th and that his remains had been held in Gaza ever since. The 73-year-old and his wife Judy, both dual Israeli and American citizens, were last heard from on the day of the Hamas attack when Judy called a fellow kibbutz member to say that she had been shot in the arm, was wounded in the face, and that Gotti had been shot in the head. President Biden says he's heartbroken by news of the death. The U.N. Security Council approves a resolution calling for an increase in aid to Gaza. The U.S. abstained. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield. Today, this council made clear that addressing the humanitarian crisis in Gaza needs to remain at the forefront of our agenda. Deeply involved is what the U.S. says Iran has been in Red Sea shipping attacks. CBS's David Martin. U.S. officials say an Iranian ship stationed in the Red Sea is providing intelligence used by the Houthis to attack commercial shipping steaming to and from the Suez Canal. The attacks, which the Houthis say are in support of Hamas in its war against Israel, have caused shipping and oil companies to warn their captains to avoid the Red Sea. In a statement today, the White House accused Iran of providing both the intelligence and the weapons to carry out the attacks. 
No holiday airline flight meltdowns like last year, but CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports. With the torrential rain starting to move out of the L.A. area, we're now watching San Diego and Phoenix for potential weather disruptions. And then Denver may see snow. That could also create some delays. But overall, the airlines are cautiously optimistic. This is a storm that may cause some spot delays, but not be a situation where it becomes a Grinch that steals people's Christmas. On Wall Street, the Dow closed down 18 points. NASDAQ jumped 29. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 here on WTOP. Friday evening, December 22nd, 2023. DuPont Circle at 42. The suburbs down to about 30 later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. There was one charge remaining against ex-Loudoun County Public Schools Superintendent Scott Ziegler, and tonight the Virginia Attorney General's office has dropped that charge. It had accused Ziegler of lying at a school board meeting in June of 2021 about a student-on-student sexual assault in two separate schools. The incidents put Loudoun in the national spotlight and ultimately helped propel now Governor Glenn Youngkin into office later that year. The motion obtained by WTOP says the Commonwealth is satisfied that justice has been done in the defendant's cases. Ziegler was charged with making a false statement at the school board meeting, during which he had no knowledge, he said, of any assaults in Loudoun County public school bathrooms. The indictment issued by a special grand jury last year said the Ziegler made the statement knowing it was false and untrue. Ziegler was set to stand trial on this charge in February. Well, hopefully there is no fighting at all the stores and shopping malls across our area. If you're out and about looking for that last-minute holiday gift, a lot of other people have the same idea tonight. WTOP Scott Gelman speaks with folks at one of our best-known shopping centers about what they're looking for. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you for coming to Tyson's. It's packed here at Tyson's Corner Center, but there are people around the parking garage directing traffic. Y'all be safe today. Jill works at Nordstrom. There's been a moderate amount of traffic, and at times um, it's been a lot of customers. She's asking for your patience. The majority are kind, but there's always a couple who are a little like, they're distressed. Procrastinating does come with a cost, though. Oh, it's insane. It's a jungle. Usually done earlier. Now I'm on the last minute. The last minute finds, hopefully. At Tyson's Corner Center, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Montgomery County is giving you more room to roam if you're looking to take a Christmas stroll this weekend after the uh, The uh, presents have been opened and maybe even after dinner has been consumed. It's news that won't make motorists happy, but Montgomery County Open Parkways program is adding hours to their closures of a few parkways to turn them into bike and walk areas. One is Sligo Creek Parkway between Old Carroll Avenue and Piney Branch Road, and again between Forest Glen Road and University Boulevard West. Those areas are already closed to motorists and will be until Christmas Day at 4 p.m. Also, Beach Drive between Connecticut and Knowles Avenue will be closing starting tomorrow morning through 4 p.m. Christmas Day. And you'll have a chance to repeat that stroll next weekend when they're doing it again for the New Year's holiday. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. The holidays may inspire families to find chances to volunteer. And there are all kinds of way, ways to donate your time all year round. 
Our story now from WTOP's Kate Ryan on helping others in the new year. Faith McNeil is the Montgomery County Volunteer Center Manager and matches potential volunteers with organizations across the county and the DMV. I've actually had a lot of inquiries around Christmas Day volunteerism. But she says many organizations deploy volunteers ahead of December 25th. So that families that need the food or need the services have that prior to Christmas Day or any other holidays. You'll still find plenty of chances to find a volunteer experience that matches your passion or your location. We manage a database of opportunities that connect volunteers or potential volunteers with over 1,500 organizations. And some will be looking for volunteers for, say, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, and then throughout the year ahead. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Pointer Ridge Elementary School in Bowie was preparing to close after several years of low enrollment, but after months of pushback from some parents, the mayor of Bowie, Tim Adams, now says that school is staying open. Pointer Ridge is a staple of the city of Bowie. It's a staple pillar of the community. That's why Darius Hyman, the school's PTA president, says he's feeling relieved knowing the school will now remain open. He says if the school did shut down... I think it would have you know, had catastrophic effects. In addition to keeping its doors open, the school will also serve as a site for a regional autism program. That is one of the things that I felt overjoyed about. Acacia James, WTOP News. A 17-year-old student has been arrested at Wise High School in Upper Marlboro on charges he brought a loaded gun to school. Security found the gun on the teenager this morning. It's the second time in a week a Prince George's County student has been arrested on gun charges. An 18-year-old at Charles Flowers High School is charged with bringing a loaded gun to that school yesterday. Well, Christmas is coming quickly. Then it'll be time to party a little for New Year's Eve. Metro says it's staying open two hours late to help everybody get around safely. Trains will be running until 2 a.m. New Year's Eve into the new year. Meantime, a stretch of Metro's red line running through downtown D.C. is shut down for critical repairs and upgrades. And through Sunday, there will be no red line service between DuPont Circle and Union Station. Farragut North and Judiciary Square stations are closed. Red line service is unavailable on the upper level at Metro Center and Gallery Place. Metro is making what it calls critical safety repairs to tunnels and tracks, including shoring up structural issues in tunnels that are nearly 50 years old and date back to the original stations. Free shuttle buses will be running to get passengers through the area. Coming up next on WTOP, the newest Taco Bomba in D.C. It had been staying away from the city in recent years. It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's go to Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. We're uh, real quick. If you're making your way north of the Baltimore area, Bob has been telling you about this. I-95 northbound towards the Tidings Bridge had been completely shut down. Looking at the cameras, looks like they have reopened, but the damage was done. A lot of volume headed towards the Tidings Bridge. A lot of folks uh, jumping off onto 40 as well to make their way through Harvard to Grace. So keep that in mind if you're doing any traveling. Between the beltways, BW Parkway, of course, slow in the usual spots. Headed past, say, 198 and 32, but no crashes through there. Outer loop of the beltway, slow going from 202 to 50. Also, no crashes. Now, inner loop, or pardon me, outer loop of the Beltway is dealing with a crash, currently blocking the far left lane. As you make your way past Georgia Avenue, things are slowing down, but not too dramatically. Basically, you've got the delay between Colesville Road and just after uh, Georgia Avenue there as you make your way towards the Temple. 270 southbound, it looks like the crash is going to be just before the Buckystown Pike exit, blocking the far right side. Looks like they have been able to confine it to the far right shoulder, though. Still a delay back towards 70. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. Okay, Carlos, and we're going. 
going to Steve Rudin. He's 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. As we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, partly cloudy skies as temperatures fall to the 20s to lower to middle 30s. Tomorrow brings a mix of sun and clouds, a better chance for a few showers after sunset. Tomorrow evening, high temperatures in the 40s to around 50. Tomorrow night, we're mainly dry with a chance for an isolated shower. Christmas Eve, temperatures upper 40s to middle 50s. Christmas Day, we're dry during daylight hours with highs approaching 60. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Tonight at DuPont Circle, it's 42, Germantown at 41, Annandale 43. Some of our suburban areas could fall to 30 degrees overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. We go to Brendan Hazelton. After a three-year citywide hiatus, homegrown taqueria Taco Bomba returned to D.C. proper this week. D.C. Eater says the City Ridge location is the chain's largest with a full bar and a big patio. After federal lawmakers raise concerns, the Department of Transportation says it's investigating possible deceptive practices in airline loyalty programs. The Dow finished the week down 18 points. NASDAQ gained 29. The S&P was up eight to continue a week's-long winning streak. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. Hello, I'm Cardinal Wilton Gregory of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington. Each Christmas, we celebrate the birth of a divine child who changed the course of human history. In celebrating the infant Jesus, we are reminded that this gift from God came to all of us in a humble setting to earthly parents who provided a home that was very simple but filled with abundant love and faith. This year, I pray that each one of us may experience Christmas as a time when we know such love. I invite you to celebrate the birth of Jesus with your family of faith. Join us for Mass on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Find a parish near you at ADW.org. May the peace of Christ and the wonder of God's love be yours this Christmas and throughout the coming year. Coming up on WTOP, a U.S. appeals court says it plans to fast-track Donald Trump's immunity case after the Supreme Court chooses not to take up special counsel Jack Smith's request to consider the case right now. It's considered a victory for Trump and something of a letdown for Smith. We've got analysis straight ahead with the editor-in-chief of National Journal. Stay with us tonight right here on WTOP. Now 713. College football fans, let's go bowling. The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit MilitaryBowl.org. There's a Honda for every holiday adventure. Whether it's traveling to the holiday family dinner in an efficient Accord hybrid, or heading to a hike to burn it off in a powerful CRV hybrid. Find your new Honda during Happy Honda Days. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2024 Accord hybrid and 2024 CRV hybrid. dealer for financing details. Coming up, can anti-crime techniques in other cities work for us here in D.C.? Stay with us on WTOP.
Some intimate parts need the gentle, easy trim of a Gillette trimmer. And some need the closeness and comfort of a Gillette Intimate Razor. While others need a Gillette Anti-Chafe Stick. <sighs> Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get down there. Bye now. Halloween is over, but hiring is still a bit scary. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 714 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. One of the major stories going into this holiday weekend, a legal victory for Donald Trump tonight. The U.S. Supreme Court will not immediately take up a plea by special counsel Jack Smith to rule on whether the former president can be prosecuted for his actions to overturn the 2020 election results. The issue will now be decided by the U.S. Court of Appeals for D.C., which has signaled it will act quickly to decide the case, having a hearing a few days after New Year's. Smith has warned, though, even a rapid appellate decision might not get to the Supreme Court in time for a review and a final word before the justice's traditional summer break. Well, let's take you live tonight to Jeff Dufour, editor-in-chief of National Journal. And thanks, Jeff, for a few minutes of your time as we get ready to take a break for Christmas. The uh, high court is rejecting special counsel Jack Smith's effort for a quick ruling. What does that mean? And is that the most important uh, aspect to this, that it's sort of a loss for Smith and a victory for Trump? It it is a loss for, for Smith and a victory for Trump, but probably a little bit more temporary than than people think. Um, so let's be clear about what happened here, because if you're not a Supreme Court watcher, it can be a little confusing. The court, the Supreme Court, that is, didn't say that they won't rule on this issue of whether Trump is immune from prosecution uh, for election interference. They just said they won't rule on it right now, i.e. before the appeals court has its say. Uh, and it was presumably nine to zero because there were no published dissents to this uh, to, to this choice they made to not take the case. So, and, and as you said, the appeals court on its own has hurried this along on their docket, which might be actually why the Supreme Court decided to stand down. Uh, the appeals court's going to hear arguments on January 9th, and they tend to rule a little quicker. We could even see a decision a couple weeks later before the end of January. Um, most observers expect that court to rule against Trump and put his trial back on track for March 4th. Then, presumably, Trump reappeals it to the Supreme Court. I see. Well, I appreciate you explaining that and, and in a way that we can easily follow. As you know, uh, both sides here, not so much Jack Smith, I would think, but certainly uh, political opponents of Donald Trump are like, come on, come on, come on, let's get this trial underway. And of course, the same words may be used on the Trump side, but more, come on, come on, let's delay this as much as we can. So it really is a, a, a fight here to see who, who achieves their goals of delay or, or uh, expedience. Yeah, uh, the Trump team is is undoubtedly trying to run out the clock uh, and in hopes that they get to November, Trump wins and then he can quash these prosecutions or perhaps even pardon himself. Um, There is another element to to this, though. Um, If you're Jack Smith, best case right now is this gets delayed maybe a month. Worst case is it gets delayed till the end of the court's term in in June. But – even if that were to happen, one of the other cases, uh, the New York Hush Money case or maybe the classified documents case in Florida, might then be able to proceed instead on an earlier timetable because those judges are holding off thinking that Smith is going to try uh, in Judge Chutkin's courtroom in D.C. in March. So if that March date doesn't happen, then some of these other cases could be accelerated. 
My final question uh, may not be as, as on point as I'd hoped, given that, you know, you're not saying so much that the Supreme Court is washing its hands of this matter, just waiting for the appeals court to do its work first. But I wonder if you, you think uh, the public's pre- impression of the Supreme Court, which has taken quite a hit uh, for other reasons, uh, is, is uh, a little lower tonight because of this. Um, it could depend which side you're on. That's true. Uh, but um, it, it, Ju- Chief Justice Roberts is especially concerned about this, the public perception of the court, the court's legitimacy. And also remember, this is one of potentially three cases involving Trump that could come before the Supreme Court this spring. Um, the second one is the case from the Colorado Supreme Court, which said just a few days ago that Trump is ineligible for the state's ballot because of the 14th Amendment. And then there's a third one. Uh, which is where some January 6th defendants have argued the obstruction of Congress charge uh, they were convicted of should not apply here. Trump is also charged with that crime. So you could see the court ruling in Trump's favor on, on one or two of these and then ruling against him on one or two of these and splitting the baby a little bit in the hopes that maybe that uh, that doesn't hurt their legitimacy too much. Jeff, thank you and Merry Christmas. Of course, you as well. I appreciate it. It's Jeff Dufour, editor-in-chief of National Journal. He writes the weekly Sunday Nightcap newsletter all about politics to come, the past week in politics, plus always a delicious cocktail recipe included there. Now we're going to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Hearing about an incident along Gallows Road just north of Columbia Pike. All lanes completely blocked. Sounds like... It is for an accident scene right by Village Drive. In fact, follow any police direction in the area. Westbound side of uh, King Street, dealing with an accident scene on your approach towards Walter Reed Drive. Got delays back towards 395. Watch out for them. 395 itself headed northbound. A little slow across the 14th Street Bridge, but no crashes as of this very moment. And... Uh, Still got some traveling going on. So the GW Parkway headed towards Reagan National isn't going to be too bad. But once you get on the ramp to head towards the terminals there, West Entrance Road, that's all sorts of crowded. So keep that in mind. It might not take you too long to get to the airport, but getting into the airport might be a bit of a problem. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Carlos. Next, it's Steve Rudin. He's 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. As we move through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight, we'll see partly cloudy skies. Temperatures just around 30 degrees in the district. A little bit colder off toward the north and west. Mostly to partly cloudy on Saturday. A few stray showers, mainly during the evening. Daytime highs mid-40s to around 50. Saturday night, a few showers, but most neighborhoods do stay dry. Christmas Eve, upper 40s to middle 50s. Christmas Day, approaching 60. Degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Alexandria is at 43, Penn Quarter 44, Columbia 39, and some parts of our area could be down to 30. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Top stories we're working on on WTOP. New this evening, CBS News confirms Donald Trump has been asking allies and advisors about possibly having Nikki Haley as his running mate. Politico reports the feedback from the MAGA portion of the party has been overwhelmingly negative. They don't want Nikki Haley. We're checking out the crowds at local malls as people rush to finish up their last-minute Christmas shopping. Keep it here for details on WTOP. And also ahead on WTOP tonight, we are uh, talking uh, about... Various aspects of crime fighting in our area, major concerns about young people going out, committing carjackings and other crimes in D.C. What's being done to fight all that? Stay with us. I've been driving commercial vehicles for 20 years. Every big road across this country, anywhere the work takes me, that's where I'm driving. 
But that's not where I'm going. I'm going to see my little girl graduate high school and my boy get married and to teach my grandkids a thing or two. And I realize everyone out there is going somewhere. So it just makes sense to help each other get there safely. Let's all get where we're going. Learn more at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Paid for by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Switch to Verizon and you'll save. Get in the holiday spirit, D.C. Verizon has an extra gift for you this season. You can save a lot. Get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Great deals from Verizon. Great deals from Verizon. There's never been a better time to switch. But this offer won't last forever. So hurry in. Switch to the network America relies on. Get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with select trade-in and unlimited ultimate. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trade in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. This is WTOP News. It's 723. There's a major push to address the rising crime plaguing D.C. neighborhoods. The D.C. Council has now introduced legislation focusing on repeat offenders. WTOP Sandra Jones tells us it's a model in which other major cities have seen crime drop by as much as half. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson is leading the charge in the fight against violent crime in the district by focusing on repeat offenders. The people that we, for instance, have in custody today are very likely are tomorrow's criminals. He introduced the Evidence-Based Gun Violence Reduction and Prevention Act of 2023 that would also remove blighted properties that lead to criminal activity. Such as drug use, illegal drug use, or shootings. And police would be allowed to hire and train civilians to handle cold cases and property crimes. The district-like jurisdictions across the country is struggling with hiring sworn officers. There's a lot of police work it doesn't require a sworn officer sandra jones wtop news wow this was something to behold drivers on part of 95 in virginia early today saw something doggone frightening a fluffy white dog running in the northbound lanes near route 3 in fredericksburg Police stopped traffic as animal control officers and a truck driver tried to catch the pooch. They are trying really, really hard to get this dog out of the roadway. WTOP traffic reporter Rita Kessler saw it all through VDOT's live cameras in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. Seriously, I have never seen anything like this in all my years of reporting traffic. Eventually, the dog was safely captured. We don't know who the dog belongs to or how he ended up out there on the highway. See the video at WTOP.com. Great to have you here on WTOP. It is 725. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now it's time to hear from Rob Woodfork. All right, Georgetown out to a good start against Marquette. The Hoyas would open the game on a 7-2 run, but the sixth-ranked Golden Eagles have countered. They are now in front 22-15, more than midway through the first half, the uh, Hoyas uh, not shooting it too great. 7 of 22 now at this point, 31%, while uh, Marquette 
is uh, up to 52% from the floor. Also in progress, VCU up 20 to 11 on Maryland Eastern Shore. 9 p.m. tip-off for Maryland. They're taking on UCLA as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. The Terps looking to extend their win streak to four games with a victory. In uh, final scores of local interest, George Mason got by Tulane to improve to 10-2. And, and number 20, James Madison, now 12-0. and They 